This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From former A's outfielder. Here comes Katze. Here comes the relay. The slide. He's in there. Inside the park. Home run. Mark Katze. To A's manager. It's time for the manager show with Mark Katze. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's cast. Here's Chris Townsend. Time now for the Mark Kotze Show here on A's Cast. It's brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their locations in the Bay Area. Or you go online to nestbetting.com. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order, your mattress, your bedding, you name it. Use the coupon code Oakland at nestbetting.com or at one of their stores to get 10% off of your entire order. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great, Tony. Uh, enjoyed a good off day. Actually went back home for a little bit of it and uh, just flew in this morning here and stepping in my office and couldn't be happier to be on and uh, and talk baseball with you. You know, you, you, we don't really think about it all that much because it is the baseball lifestyle to, to play every day, but because of the lockout and you're trying to shove 162 games into a shortened time and people are playing a lot of consecutive games. Of course, you guys just did 17 straight. What do you think this means for your club getting settled, not only in Oakland, but for the rest of the season, having two days off so so close to each other? Yeah, well, you, you look at it and you think, well, this wouldn't be beneficial, but I actually think it was, um, you know, our first off day, uh, was probably rest and recovery for the guys because we had left spring training and played 17 consecutive games and hadn't been here to Oakland uh, to to put our stuff away. So um, yesterday was probably that day for guys just to get settled into their places, put their stuff away finally, um, really maybe go to explore some of uh, some of the sites and restaurants and things. So. Um, you know, I think it, I think it was a good thing. It was positive, uh, especially with uh, kind of what we're going through as a club from a health standpoint, uh, and and you know, not just uh, from injuries, but but from um, what we've dealt with in in our world for the last two years with COVID. You know, people talk about making a lineup card every single day and the and the construction of a lineup, and I'm thinking about you. I mean, you've used so many players because you've had to already. You just kind of like shake your head and go, wow, I can't believe how many guys we've played already this year. Well, and one one thought is it's been great. It's been great that we've been able to um, continue forward with, you know, utilizing everyone uh, that was in spring training. You know, we talked about uh, giving guys opportunities this year. Um, we've We've done that so far. I think we've used 36 different players. Uh, at this point, and uh, you know, everyone's played a part in uh, in the success we've had, and and I think everyone feels included, and that that's a good feeling uh, from a managing standpoint that we're able to, you know, use guys, put them in situations for success, and give the, give them opportunities so early in the season, uh, and I think it's benefited all of us. 
no doubt. And I know you preached everybody's in it. Everybody's in, involved, you know, however you want. Everybody's pulling on the same rope. Everybody's rowing in the same direction. But that, that it really helps your message then when you play so many players, especially the 16 rookies. Talk about how that really helps your message going forward because everybody's had a part in this so far. Yeah, exactly. You know, when everybody feels like they've got a chance to, to touch the big league team, uh, at the development level, I think we're going to get the most out of uh, out of all the players uh, from AAA, AA. Um, they they have a vision that that you know it may be them. Uh, they may get the call uh, as Mickey McDonald has done. Uh, you know, you talk to listen to Mickey talk and hear some of uh, his comments through media. Um, when Nick Allen got called up, you know uh, he was uh, kind of enamored or. Uh, the light went on. Hey, yeah, if they're calling Nikki, maybe maybe I can get a shot. And then I think two days later, <laughs> we made his dream a reality, and and he was in the big leagues. So um, the message is being sent through the organization that uh, you go out, you got a chance to earn an opportunity to touch this this major league team. And and as you talked about with with 16 rookies so far touching this team, um, you know it, it definitely shows that that we're not afraid to to reach down and grab some talent in the minor leagues and give them a chance to see what they can do here. Uh, you know, whether it be one game, one at bat or a week, or maybe they stay. And, uh, and I think that's uh, going on here in Oakland right now. And it's, it's a different environment than what's been in the last four years, but it, I think it's still exciting. You know, we always talk about when, when something great happens to you, Hey, check in your cell phone, what it's been like. Well, for Mickey, kind of pretty cool like you go to your cell phone and tom brady's uh, uh sending you a text that's not bad when you get called up that's a pretty big swag yeah that is a pretty big swag and he even introduced himself on the video uh he said hey mickey this is tom brady we all kind of got a chuckle about that does tom brady really need to introduce himself so uh i'm just hoping that you know uh when and if mickey uh, is no longer with us. If, if there's a roster move that I don't get a message from Tom Brady saying, Hey, what, what are you doing? So, uh, we'll see when that day comes, you know, over in San Francisco, something happened that we haven't seen before in A's history. And when we talk A's history, this is going all the way back, Philadelphia, Kansas city, where a guy leads off the game with a home run, Chad Pender, and then that's it. Ball game over. It's one nothing. That never happened before. What was it like to be a part of it? And what was it like to manage it? Um, well, to be a part of it, it's great. To be a part of A's history. Uh, and as you talked about, reaching all the way back to the Philadelphia A's. And um, that's really significant. That, that's a lot of history there. Uh, and it's somewhat surprising that that had never happened. You know, uh, if we look at, at my wall and I'm looking at a picture of Ricky Henderson, who we know let off multiple A's games with homers, and to think that there hadn't been a game uh, in A's history where a leadoff homer held for a one nothing victory, it's, it's quite surprising. But uh, as far as managing that game, I would say uh, there was never a dull moment. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of anxiety every game uh, when, you, when you're managing and making decisions uh, that impact the game. But uh, yeah, holding on to that one nothing lead, uh, watching you know Paul uh, roll a, a three six one bases loaded double play after we had committed two errors in that same inning. Um, you felt that there was something special there, and then watching the relievers come in and, and guy after guy just uh, get out, it was it was pretty great. 
I'm with you. I was so shocked by that. I'm like, with all the leadoff home runs Ricky Henderson has hit, this has never happened, but uh, pretty incredible. You mentioned the airs. Obviously, your guys, I mean, at no point, you can tell watching, your guys are eager. Your guys are ready to rock every single day. Nobody's dogging it. But you don't like airs. you got to clean it up. How do you handle it? We just go out to work. we got to get to work. You know, I made a joke after the game um, that we were going to have practice, which would have been yesterday morning at 10 a.m., a little PFP, a little infield routine. But um, in all seriousness, um, we're, we're going to continue to work. And, um, you know, there's not a day that goes by. Um, these guys don't like to make errors, and, and they're pros. Um, so they're impacted by it as well, and, and they know that they need to be better um man for man and and they're out there working every day and and that's kind of uh what we can do to to prepare um to get better uh every day and and that's the goal as we talk about it's it's prepare to win the day and and i think we're going to go about that every day uh, with that same mindset and mentality and and you know um and put in our mind that that we are going to be better and play with more confidence defensively yeah, it's such the psychology of professional sports in these games and the mental side. Everybody obviously has has the talent. And the last thing you ever want to do is get in your own head. And I, I mean, Sheldon Noisy, no doubt, is getting in the lineup every day because he's showing he can hit and he can hit at this level. Is there anything that you guys do? Because I remember what happened with Marcus Simeon back in the day when he started kicking a lot of balls. It obviously got hit in his head. Ron Washington then showed up and the rest is history. Is there anything you do as a group? Uh, is anybody going to work with them? What do you do with a guy like Sheldon Noisy to make sure, number one, he doesn't get down on himself? Yeah, well, that's the, the, the down on himself part is my job. That's my uh, daily communication process with him, just to instill the confidence we have in him. He's a good defender. Uh, you know, everybody goes through stretches at times uh, where, where it just seems like you make errors consecutively and it snowballs. Um, so, uh, for Sheldon, you know, I'm, you don't make excuses for players. Um, but I will tell you this, um, Townie, that game on uh, Wednesday night was probably one of the coldest games I've been a part of, uh, especially in San Francisco. It just felt like the wind was blowing right through, right through your body. So, uh, but no excuses. We need to make the plays and Sheldon knows that and, and he'll go out and continue to, to work with Eric Martins. Um, we'll identify, uh, you know, any issues that we see uh, from a mechanical standpoint and, and address those and, and, and just try to, you know, get better. You know, where are you now versus comfortable wise now versus where you were going into the season with your bullpen? I, I have to believe it's changed and there's a lot more confidence. Well, I think if you talk to David Forrest, in terms of, you know, our communication throughout spring training, I felt confident about these guys. I, you know, you never know um, because there isn't a proven track record as to how they're going to perform. Um, but I think over these last 19 days, um, you know, yes, it, it's great to see uh, the success. It definitely leads to more confidence down there. Uh, you know, for me, we're going to line them up as best we can to, to, to get outs each night. And, uh, and I think that we've been able to do that. We've been able to, as I talked about, you know, in the beginning of the season, try to land them in some spots to give them success early. We were fortunate uh, to be able to do that. And I think you see these young guys um, starting to, to really believe that, that they can pitch here, pitch here well. 
um, and and they've gone out and, and earned their opportunities. So it's, it's fun to watch. Um, you know, it's it's still only 19 games in. Um, we we have uh, you know a roster um, moves uh, coming up that that are implemented from MLB that we have to drop down to 26 players. So there's going to be some guys down there impacted maybe, um, which you don't you know ever want to. Um, really have to, to send somebody, you know, out when they're pitching well. Um, but those decisions have to be made throughout the weekend and, and as we get closer to this May 1st uh, roster change. What's so interesting is I get a lot of people on the postgame show, they go, well, what happens when this guy comes back? And Chad Pender and then Lou Trevino, I go, what a great problem to have. More talent, more of your better talent coming back. I mean, isn't that a way for you to look at it? It's like, you know, I may not have enough at-bats. I may not have enough innings, but, man, I got enough talent. Isn't that great to know as a manager? Yeah, it definitely is. It's it's great to have, you know, veteran guys that, that have a proven track record um, coming back to, you know, have an impact on this club. Um, you know, and in that opportunity for them to get back in here, as you talk about, uh, it takes away from opportunity from a young player or someone that's trying to earn their, uh, you know, uh, their time here. But that's a good problem, as you talk about. The more talent we can get, the more guys we can get here uh, to the major league level and and show them really, you know, what the difference is between major league baseball and AAA baseball. And 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 when they go back, they'll have, you know, uh, a foundation and and something that they know. Um, is obtainable and what they're what they're working on, what they need to work on to get back here. So it's a good problem to have, Tony. Um, and and you know we're excited to to get Jed Lowry back tonight. He'll be back in the lineup, um, and uh, you know we'll look forward to uh, uh, hopefully having him in there uh, the remainder of the season. Let's end on this. We had the start of the NFL draft last night in Las Vegas, the first round, and now we'll move on to the rest of the rounds and you think these kids all got suits on they got big chains medallions the hair they got it they got it all rolling what were you wearing on draft night did you have anything going i mean what your first round where you were like eighth or ninth when you went in the draft i was in my usa baseball shorts or the usa baseball shirt in millington tennessee uh with other teammates who are also a part of that same draft. Chris Benson, who is the number one pick, was there with us. Uh, Travis Lee. I could name probably 10 to 15 guys uh, that were part of that USA baseball team prepping for uh, the Olympic Games in that summer. And uh, so we all kind of got to, to celebrate with, with, with ourselves. Um, but, yeah, there was no fame, no glamour. It was a phone call, actually, from uh, each scouting director. Uh, individually, they would call Skip Bertman and – and we'd walk down the hall and take the phone call. And uh, I was blessed to be the ninth pick overall. Um, so I didn't have to wait too long. But, um, you know, very thankful, very blessed for that opportunity. I'm sure these young men that are uh, up on stage that are in those suits and in those chains are are uh, feeling that same emotion and impact in their lives. So special day for them. Um, you know, unfortunately, I don't follow the NFL draft very much. There's not a ton of time to to go in depth on it, but um, I hope the uh, I hope the Niners, I hope the Bay Area team and, and John Lynch do well in this draft. You mean you didn't have a big old Cots diamond necklace medallion type <laughs> thing around your neck? I did not, Tony. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
You would have looked good that now, since you're going to the Marlins like a teal suit, like a Miami Vice suit. That look that would have looked good back then. Yeah, that I don't know how well I would have rocked it at at, uh, at nineteen year or twenty years old. So it would have been interesting to to uh, to have that spotlight put on us, and I'm kind of thankful it wasn't. So. Well, off to a good start, 10-9, and nine, now back home and start this series with the Guardians. Good luck to you. Have a great weekend and week, and we'll talk to you next Friday. All right, Tony. Thanks for having me again, bud. Talk to you soon. And that was the Mark Kotze Show here on A's Cast, brought to you by nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. Go to one of their locations in the Bay Area or you shop online for all your bedding needs nestbedding.com and whether it's about your mattress your pillows your bedding use the coupon code oakland and you get 10 percent off your entire order you go to nestbedding.com this has been a presentation of the oakland athletics okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.